You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Thank you for listening to this DuPont Media production available on all major podcast platforms. This is Rod Peterson On Demand. No. Can I tell you something about last year's poll going into the shortened season for the majors? Our viewers got it right. They nailed it. How about that? We had Greg Zahn on here, and he said the Blue Jays would finish tied for last. It would be tied for fourth in the American League East. You people said they would finish third, and they did. Wow. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Hey, welcome everybody to Hour 2 of the RP Show. It's uh, We're in a segment that he named the second half kickoff. It's not an intermission. It's not halftime. We're kicking off the second half here. Let's go. Brought to you by, for now, the Four Seasons Sports Palace. But we're not going to delve uh, as longingly into the quick six show topics as we did one hour ago because a lot of things have come up. But this came across our Twitter byline, timeline, and you saw my eyelids my eyebrows go hmm? right yeah and i don't know what it is so it's a guy burner twitter account but he says tsn 1050 that's toronto just played part of babcock's interview with rod peterson on air and the way he says what he says is even worse than the raw quotes the guy's gonna need to explain what he's talking about but he said Rob Peterson and Rob Peterson is a real estate guy here in town and a close friend of mine, but it's not Rod Peterson, but that's not the point. Why can't Toronto move on from Mike Babcock? It's like the line from Brokeback Mountain. Why can't I quit you? What is it? They went in, move on Toronto. They went in really deep, really fast and they got hurt really bad. They fell in love fast. Hard. Hard. Okay. And you've been there, you know, and you tell all your buddies, this is the one. She's the one. You, I, yeah, and you don't do that lightly. I'm buying a ring. I got She you. is the one. And then she comes, and then she burns you, right? And completely. Really hurt him. Oh, really bad. Okay. And then you're scared, and, and you just don't want to admit it. It's bad. Oh, it's bad. <laughs> See how we make a good team and here? In, we figured it all out. And until you meet... We have moved from being the view for sports fans <laughs> to the Dr. Phil for sports fans. Coming soon. Dr. D. <laughs> that's right. Uh, Sorry but, to interrupt. But that's it. And until somebody else comes back in and makes them feel good, Sheldon Keefe wins the Stanley Cup, they'll forget about Mike Babcock. They'll, they'll get over it. Right? That's what it's going to take. And then they'll be willing to welcome him back in. But it's, they're still, you know, what are the stages of grief, Denial, sadness, anger, anger yeah. right? They're going through them. They're going through them. They're in anger right now. Well, it's been a year and a half. It was denied. It's not an easy process. Okay, so that's, that's the thing. So just, it's in my quick six show topic. So please hit it, Jordan, if you don't mind. And then we're going to bring in Matthew Barnaby for a live analysis of this morning's breaking news. That the Montreal Canadiens have fired head coach Claude Julien on the heels of last night's 5-4 shootout loss at Ottawa, a game which they trailed 
pretty much all game long and uh, have lost three to the worst team in the NHL. Julian out today and replaced on the interim by Dominic Ducharme. That's the number one show topic today. And Matthew Barnaby will join us in moments to, to break it down and get his thoughts. We're all watching the game and the Habs didn't play great. But does Claude Julian deserve to be fired today? Doesn't matter what he deserves. He's gone. Mm-hmm. Point two. Babcock interview fallout. We kind of opened the second half, half kickoff with it here. They just can't move on in Toronto from Mike Babcock, and the media has been absolutely vicious. And maybe, guys, you're realizing why he wouldn't go on your networks to talk. Let's think about that for a second, okay? And I've seen the comments from Jeff O'Neill. I don't have any issues with Jeff O'Neill. I don't have any interview issues with any of these guys. We were all waiting for that Mike Commodore tweet to come out, and it finally did last night, where he's unloaded on Babcock again with both barrels. Um, All I'll say, because O'Neill said on the overdrive, have you ever heard anybody say that Babcock's a good guy? Nobody has. Well, come out here where he's from, where I've known him for 27 years. He is a good person. He's got faults we all do. But enough on Babcock. I'm getting tired of it. But these are some of the talks uh, topics that we've had on this today. Point three, Tiger Woods. Can be, this can be summed up in a very brief statement. He's lucky to be alive. Probably never going to golf again. I understand yesterday when the accident happened the, uh, in L.A. that the immediate reaction from people was, will he ever golf again? I get that. But today, what they're saying in L.A. and in the golf world is that he's probably never golfing again, but he's just lucky to be alive. Walking again will be a win. Probably forget about golf. Point four, Jennifer Jones has become the GOAT of Scotties. 153 career wins. Frankly, I thought she already had it. But kudos to J.J. You go. Point five was NHL leftovers from last night. We'll get into these with Barney. And point six, the CFL fans are awake today. The news there is that they are putting their finishing touches on their return to play proposal to go to the government, and we await good news. The guy in Calgary, Jeff the Stamps fan, said, oh, in this way, Rod's right in both cases because I've said they'll play and I've said they won't play. Dude, I don't, I, I'm not going to brag about being right. I want them to play. Figure it out. So let's bring in Matthew Barnaby here for... Live analysis of this morning's news. Barney, look, Claude Julian fired this morning. I saw you live tweeting the game last night. You were watching it. Were you surprised when we heard the news? I guess on, on, on first look, yeah. When you wake up to that, you don't, you don't really expect that for a team that's in a playoff position. But when you look at the power play, you look how lethargic uh, they looked uh, against the Ottawa Senators that you expect to beat up on a nightly basis. You've lost to them uh, twice in a row, and you've got to play by them twice in a row. I think it comes down to timing, and they play the Winnipeg Jets uh, for the next five games and one against Ottawa. So, you know, this team, I think, in the minds of Mark Bergevin and ownership, uh, with all the changes and the start at 7-1-2 and two in the first 10, is not playing up to par, and I have to agree with them. So I, I am a little surprised, but when you – Peel back that onion. Uh, It just wasn't good enough for uh, Claude Julien and that team. I guess I could have sniffed that you saw it coming because what what alerted me, I was watching the Chicago-Columbus game, and your tweet was, this game shouldn't be this close. So yeah. talk about so I had a, I flipped over to the game. I'm like, well, Barney's talking about it. I got and it was a great game, man. It was hell on wheels. It was a stage five gong show. So Montreal wasn't playing well. No, and Montreal should have won. I think it was a blown call by the NHL, not only because I had money on it, um, but I, I thought the Gallagher goal, Gallagher goal at the end with two seconds left should have uh, been a goal, but it's neither here nor there. You you're, you don't lose your job because of, of one goal. It probably uh, just uh, you know delays the inevitable. They were dominated. I mean, for the first period and a half, Ottawa's young legs, the Kachucks, the Norrises, Man, Batherson, they were flying. Ottawa looked like they did not want to play. And when it comes down to it, that's how you judge your team. If you're a general manager, if you're a coach, you can take it. If you're out shooting the Ottawa Senators 30 to 10, you're down three to nothing. Hey, my team is buying in. They're playing the right way. When you're getting manhandled by a bunch of young kids, that's where the problem lies. And then you take it a, 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 point further 
I don't care if I'm coaching. Hey, me and you can go behind that bench. We can have the best game plan. If Carey Price doesn't stop the puck, if he doesn't stop pucks like he hasn't this year, you're not going to win. And the next coach is going to lose his job as well. Well, there you go. And that's the great segue. By the way, manhandled by kids that are the 31st team in the NHL, whom you've lost three times to. So that probably had a little to do with the decision. But our poll question today is who will be the next coach of the Montreal Canadiens? Our options were Dominic Ducharme, who's right now the interim coach, Gerard Gallant, Mike Babcock, or other. Many people are voting for Patrick Waugh under other. How do you th- where do you think they go from here? Wow, wow. Under the gun here. That's that's a tough one. Well, I was just asked this question um, on our, our outlet with Bet99 TV. And, you know, will Ducharme be the coach the rest of the year? The answer is unequivocally yes. If they play well and they make a run, Ducharme's your guy. I mean, he's, he's a well-respected coach. Listen, it's a little tougher in Montreal. Uh, a guy like Patrick Waugh would make sense. I think there's a lot of still healing within that organization to do with Patrick Waugh to make that come to fruition. But, you know, they deal with a different dynamic and it, it's it's kind of a double standard to be a coach in Montreal. You got to speak two languages. So you better speak two languages or you have no chance in, in being a coach there. So uh, that's first of all the wrong uh, way to handle it. Take the best coach that's out there available. Uh, but I'm going to stick with Ducharme. I guess it's easy. I uh, haven't thought that much about it. Uh, I would love to see Patrick Waugh, and I think Habs fans would be their number one choice going forward if they failed a little bit. Well, of course, and I w- I'm with you, but let's just tell our viewers that he is still running your alma mater, your former club, the Rempart, is he not? Like, is he ready to do this? Well, I, I, I think he would jump at the chance to do it for the Montreal Canadiens. It didn't work out. Uh, in Colorado, there's a little bit of butting heads, and you have to be able to. Mark Bergevin would have to be able to, you know, deal with Patrick Waugh. He is a definitely a different bird, and uh, it runs through him, and he's going to want to have his imprint on um, the way that the team is is built. So Mark Bergevin is going to have to take that into account uh, when hiring a guy like Patrick Waugh. You're not going to deal with that with uh, Dominic Ducharme, who would just be you know, ecstatic uh, to be coach of the Montreal Canadiens. They might look at Joel Bouchard. I know he's well-respected. He's a former teammate of mine uh, in junior. Uh, played with me for a, a short time uh, after he was called up from the minors with the New York Rangers organization, but very well-respected. So uh, another guy to look for uh, is Andre Turney, a uh, guy that coached uh, Team Canada, that coaches the uh, Ottawa 67s, done a great job here developing a, a lot of kids and putting together a winning resume here. So he's a guy that fits all the bills as well. If it doesn't go well for Montreal the rest of the year, and he speaks French, speaks English, uh, so we can do it all for the Montreal Canadiens. A plum job uh, that a lot of guys would want, yeah. So they'll have their pick of the litter for who will coach the Canadians next. Barney, I really appreciate the live uh, analysis here. I just want to move on to the Babcock stuff for a second, if you don't mind. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so you saw we had him on yesterday. Uh, I think the quotes have been, tw- yeah, I think the quotes have been twisted, frankly, myself to fit a narrative here, but these are hockey guys that don't like him, right? It's not left-wing media or whatever. It's Commodore. It's uh, Jeff O'Neill. It's Johan Franson. It's a lot of guys. Where are you on Mike Babcock? Well, I, I never played for Mike, so I don't have him that way. I can tell you there are stories that aren't flattering towards Mike. I've met Mike several times and I can only say, and I do this all all the time with people that I, I haven't played for, even people that, you know, I hear things in just my everyday thing, people maybe at my golf course, oh, he's an ass, he's a jerk. And I'm like, well, he treats me really well. Mike Babcock has always treated me with respect and, and treated me really well. So that's the only thing I can judge Mike on. Having said that, I talked to Mike Commodore yesterday via text because I've been planning to go to Arizona to play golf with him. He's a good friend of mine, love him. Uh, and that's his point of view. Listen, I hate Kevin Constantine. I think he's the worst human that's ever walked the face of the, of the earth. He's the worst coach because he didn't like me as a player. Now, there's going to be other people that like him, that like him as a person. And maybe that's just the way he is at the ring. John Tortorella isn't a fun guy to play for or be at the ring. But I'll tell you, away from the ring, he's a great guy. So my thing on Mike Babcock, he's always treated me with respect. Always been very cordial, always been very nice. Treated my kid well when we were in Detroit. 
uh, watching a game and, and a Michigan game. So from my point of view, all I can do is he's been great to me. Everyone else has their own opinion. And just, you know, go with go with what you know. I mean, you can't judge someone uh, unless you know them personally. No, I, I agree. And speaking of, I don't know Mike Commodore personally. Uh, you obviously do. You're close friends. And here's a funny story for everybody. Matthew Barnaby, Andre Waugh, and I walk into a hall in Carlisle, Saskatchewan to speak at a banquet. Remember the organizer came up to us and you said to the guy, how much can we get away with here? And the guy's like, what do you mean? Well, with stories, swearing, you know. He said, Mike Commodore spoke here last year and there is no way you will offend people more than he did. And that didn't seem to surprise you at all. Not at all. I mean, he's a great guy. A great, great guy. He's he's a close friend. And I, I respect, listen, Mike, Mike, Mike Medano doesn't like Mike Babcock. But there are people that probably love Mike Babcock and have went to bat for Mike Babcock. Brendan Shanahan being one of them, bringing him to the Toronto Maple Leafs. Having said that, yes, I wanted to make sure, and I always try to learn my audience. <laughs> I have a PG version of doing events, and I have a not-so-PG virgin as long as there's no kids there whatever way people want to take it i'm willing to go yeah we let it rock but i had people say to me after i can't imagine the stories you guys talked about in the car because what you said on stage curled everybody's hair but they loved it barney we we couldn't talk andre Waugh talks the whole time you and i just sit there drink coffee for two hours there two hours back so yeah that's it's it's uh-huh. tough getting in a word with uh Andre Wall. What a great night. Okay, just lastly, for Bet99, they're a big outfit, man. I saw there a huge banner on the uh, stands on the tarp there at CT Center last night. What do you got going on at Bet99? Yeah, it's, it's a great company for anyone. I, I'm not trying to convince people in into gambling or betting. You either like it or you don't, but if you do like gambling, it's it's it's, it's a great sports book to be able to go online. So, Bet99.com, it's, um, you know, I'm kind of ambassador, but not ambassador i'm i'm a better i'm kind of the betting guru and i break down games i I watch a lot of different sports whether it's hockey basketball golf um and anyone that likes to bet you can uh use my promo code barnaby 36 all lowercase uh letters and they'll match your your first deposit up to six hundred dollars so if you like to bet it's fun um again uh responsible gambling like uh anything else in this world anything in uh in uh, in that fine line, um, certainly is fun, but you don't want to go over it. <laughs> Moderation. What's that, <laughs> Barney? Moderation. Thank you for thank you for joining us on short notice, man. Uh, keep it up. Awesome, awesome work, man. Great, uh, great analysis out of uh, Ottawa on the firing of Claude Julien today. I'll get to your comments in a moment. The CFL report we do daily. The Montreal Alouettes re-signed American defensive back Ryan Carter on Tuesday. The five foot nine, one hundred eighty nine pound Carter appeared in fourteen games in twenty nineteen with Montreal. He had twenty two tackles and two knockdowns over that span. Montreal also signed American running back Cameron Artis Payne, former Carolina Panther, and Dallas Renegade. And uh, the Saskatchewan Rough Riders have signed American running back Ralph Webb, five foot nine, two hundred five pound Webb, signed in 2018 as an undrafted free agent with the Patriots. Also spent time with the Bucks and the Steelers. We'll update this morning draw thirteen in the Scotties when we come back. Brendan Bachelor coming up as well, the voice of the Vancouver Canucks. You're watching the RP Show on Game Plus TV Network across all, across all ten provinces and 31 states. Listen live for Suds Full Service Car Wash at RodPeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Support for the Rod Peterson Show is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Dupes, have I told you about Manscaped? (laughs) You've started to. I've had it for a week. Let me tell you, we've been doing it wrong. We have. Yeah, ask me why. Yeah, why? Because (laughs) I don't know where to start. I used to have to use two razors. Did I tell you that? I was doing an acrobatic act over the toilet and the sink. I had a big hair trimmer. I had a face shaver. None of those were made for below-the-waist grooming. That's a safety hazard. (sighs) Don't tell anybody, but I don't have to worry about it anymore because the Lawnmower 3.0 is specifically designed for men's below-the-waist grooming and... Your introductory package comes with a pair of boxer briefs, which I gave to you. 
Yes, not worn, I hope. (laughs) (laughs) No, I pulled them out of the package. When you order yours, you'll get a pair of underwear. This was a large, didn't fit me, so I gave them to you. You're welcome. Thank you. And it also (laughs) comes with anti-chafing lotion. Where has this been all our lives? I know. So I used to get those nicky things. You must have too. (laughs) Nick yourself and you're bleeding. Doesn't happen. Because the Lawnmower 3.0 comes with a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents. Man, Manscaped <laughs> calls them. So, what more do you want to know? When you, when you use the Lawnmower 3.0, you use the anti shaving cream, you leave the house feeling like you've just left a spa. The chafing, that's the worst, right? Rubbing between the legs. Anti-chafing lotion, 20% off with the promo code FANSIDED20. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use code FANSIDED20. Oh, yeah. He's back. Time for more of the Rod Peterson Show. Welcome back, everybody. We uh, will be joined by the voice of the Vancouver Canucks, Brendan Batsler, coming up. Producer Clark says they're having a small audio issue out there in Van. Moose is here. Hey, Moose. Hey. Uh, William May, a viewer, says, hey, Dr. Moose, can you get Rod a blood pressure <laughs> machine? He gets worked up too much. Uh-uh. Do you agree with that? Well, I agree that, you know, we got a monitor, but I like that. But he doesn't need a blood pressure machine. I bet you, I'm guessing he just went on a rant and his blood pressure maybe hit 50 or his heart rate 50, 55 would be peaking. I'm scaring myself. It's actually 77. Oh. And that's skyrocketing for me. Yeah, I'm you're resting in the 40s. Mm, Low 50s? Mid 50s. Mid 50s? Okay. Lowest I've ever got it is 42, but no, I don't have a blood pressure problem, man. Get in the gym. Who said it? That Arnold's. sounds like Arnold Schwarzenegger yeah. or uh, Get in the gym. <laughs> By the way, Clark Monroe, our producer, did a bang-up impression of Mike Babcock this morning. You weren't around no, for it. You were on a, like, bang-up. Me and Paul were like, Clark, that's good. He said, well, you know, when you're a Leafs fan, uh, <laughs> it rubs. <laughs> uh, just great. ahead of Brendan Batchelor. The Kinsman, tell a miracle 50-50 draws live now, and we're getting down to the short strokes, everybody. Telemiracle 45 goes this weekend. It's a Saskatchewan thing. It's Telemiracle 45, but COVID has caused some problems, of course, as we all know, with the Kinsman Telemiracle. So they've launched the first ever Telemiracle 5050. The website is live now. This total keeps going up and up and up every day. Look at that. <laughs> Can we hit 300,000, Darren? Yes. By the end of the week. Let's go. It's up to you to help us do that. Uh, one ticket for $20, five tickets for $50, 20 tickets for $100, or 100 tickets for 250 You have to be 19 years of age or older and physically in the province of Saskatchewan to buy. The Kinsman Foundation is helping people every day improve their quality of life and independence through gifts of mobility equipment and medical travel assistance. We'll make the draw Friday night. Announce it Saturday, just prior to Telemiracle 45. The website is telemiracle5050.ca. The viewer takeover is later we got all kinds of comments, but we're going to Vancouver now, and I really appreciate Brennan Batchelor joining us from Sportsnet 650. Looks like he – are you at home or are you in the station, Batch? I'm at home. I've got my uh, home set up here. I've actually – so I, I haven't called the last seven games because I was a, a close uh, contact to someone that had COVID, and I tested negative and was fine, but I've been quarantining for two weeks. So I'll be back in the booth on Thursday, and I'm looking forward to it. But for now, uh, joining you from home. You, sir, look a little different than normal. You've dropped the baby fat. The chin's gone. What's your deal? (laughs) You've lost weight here in this. Yeah, well, during the quarantine, I just decided to to eat a little less, and it's worked out pretty good. So there you go. Proud of you. Good for you, man. So I didn't know that you'd missed those games, and so you've watched it. Um, Look, I got (laughs) – and you're a lower mainland kid, so you get the angst of the Canucks nation, man, and we don't talk about them enough. What's – What is going on here with the Vancouver Canucks right now? Yeah, it's really hard to pinpoint uh, to this point of the season the the struggles that they've had. Nobody expected them to be uh, as bad as they've been, to be perfectly honest. But uh, here we are almost halfway through the season. They're well out of a playoff spot. They're only five points up on the Ottawa Senators, who have won more games than they have this month. And uh, it it seems to be spiraling. Uh, A big part of it is their best players haven't produced 
with the consistency and regularity that they did last season. Uh, they haven't got the same level of goaltending. They've been prone to costly mistakes throughout the season that have ended up in the back of their net. And then, uh, you know, last night they they build a 3 nothing lead against the Oilers. And yet, you know, if you looked on Canucks Twitter, nobody in Vancouver felt safe about that lead because of the way they've been playing lately. And sure enough, the Oilers come roaring back and win. So tough times to be a, a hockey fan in Vancouver right now. And there's a lot of frustration in this market for sure. Well, let's just walk it back for a second, Batch. And I appreciate you talking about it because I know it's difficult as I've been a voice of a team for many, many years. There was a tremendous amount of optimism, optimism going into the year, right? Amongst the yeah. fans and, and obviously the hockey team too. And have they really settled on a goalie? Have they settled on Demko? Because you got Holpe sitting there. Did they even have they handled that properly? Well, to me, it looks like they're leaning Demko, and that's the way to go because he's going to be the the long term goaltender for this team. Braden Holtby's a veteran, closer to the end of his career than the start, and he was only signed to a two year deal. He's likely to be exposed in the Seattle expansion draft, so he could even be gone down the I five highway uh, across the border to Seattle uh, come come the off season. But uh, you know, they, they've di- given Demko the edge in starts. The problem was early in the year their schedule was so congested that. They didn't have a chance to get one guy on a roll because they were playing three games in four nights or four games in six nights consistently. So they needed both guys. And it seems like the mentality of Travis Green and Ian Clark, the goaltending coach, and the staff with the Canucks is that they want to keep both guys in the rhythm because with the way this season is constructed, they feel they're going to need both of them. That could potentially be at the detriment of getting one guy hot and rolling and feeling good and consistent. But uh, in terms of how they've managed it so far, Demko has had the slight edge. And I expect that it will remain that way for the rest of the season with Braden Holtby getting in there uh, every so often, more regularly than you would see a backup goaltender in a normal season, just because of the way that the schedule is constructed here with the, the shortened 56-game season and the, the series being played against teams. Interesting, though, isn't it? It just seems to me, and I apologize to our viewers, I am a goalie hugger, uh, Brendan. I will get to the skaters in a minute, but it just seems like this Thatcher Demko isn't the same one in the playoffs that the Vegas Golden Knights barely got by? Like, is this something of a sophomore jinx? Which Thatcher Demko needs to stand up here? Well, I, I don't necessarily hang it so much on goaltending as the Canucks yeah, have no, 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 I'm so not, much I'm not saying I am. in front of these guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was a short sample size of the playoffs, right? Like he came in and he was tremendous in those three games. In game six against the Golden Knights, he had 48 saves, the most saves uh, by a rookie in a playoff shutout ever. Uh, that didn't go to overtime, of course. So, um, you know, he was great, but, you know, the, the talking point, coming into the season was it's great he's shown that in a small sample size now he's got to learn to do that consistently if he wants to become a starting goaltender and there have been some growing pains there but you know overall I've liked more than what I haven't liked from what I've seen from Thatcher Demko and I have faith that that he'll be a starting goaltender for this team for a number of years to come the problem is the Canucks can't put him in situations like they did against Vegas last year or like they have too many times early in this season where you need him to make 48 saves and pick up a shutout if you're going to win the hockey game. Right. Okay. Well, look, I didn't mean to put you on the spot. I'll turn down the heat a little bit. Were you surprised that, Clo- <laughs> that Claude Julien would be the first coach, not only in Canada, but in the NHL to be fired this year? I would not have won that bet. No, I I was surprised to see that this morning. And certainly the Canadians have struggled over the last few games against the Senators. But, you know, when we saw them from a Vancouver perspective this year, they were rolling over the Canucks with consistency. Tyler Toffoli, uh, the former Canuck now in Montreal, set a record for most goals by a Canadian in a season series against the Canucks ever. You know, passing guys like like Guy Lafleur uh, in that stat category, and certainly this is a unique season, and they're playing each other a lot. But uh, you know, when I've seen the Canadians in person, I've been really impressed by them. But clearly, they've struggled in recent weeks, and there's a, a high standard being set there in terms of expectations for success this year. So uh, Claude Julien's out, and I'll be interested to see what Dominique Ducharme and his coaching staff can do in terms of trying to turn things around for the Canadians, because one of the consistent talking points in Vancouver has been, yeah, the Canucks have struggled, 
but other teams seem to be getting in their own way as well, whether it's the Canadians recently or the Calgary Flames. Now, with the way Vancouver's playing and the lack of results they're getting, it's not going to matter if other teams stumble if they don't find a way to get on a run and pick up points in terms of battling back into the playoff picture. But uh, I find it very interesting that some of these teams have looked very hot and very cold at various stretches this year. I would assume... Because I know the way the Vancouver Canucks fans are, they're examining this six ways from Sunday. And like yeah. the scheduling, right? The baseball scheduling and the fact that it's only in divisional play. How do you feel about this scheduling? I mean, it's, it is what it is. But is it worked yeah, against? Yeah, the Canucks? Yeah, it's unique this year, certainly. Uh, and early on, the schedule has not done any favors to the Canucks. They they had 16 games in 27 nights, I believe it was, to start the season, which was the busiest schedule of any team in the league, and it's the most games they've ever played in the first 27 days of a season in their 50-year history. Um, so they were, they were playing. They were playing most nights. And for a team that had some young players coming into the lineup and some new additions like Nate Schmidt on the blue line, they struggled to get some positive consistency going uh, because they didn't have any practice time, right? If you have a day off, you're 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 just resting. So, uh, you know, that's been a tough part of the season for the Canucks. But that said, their schedule has lightened up a lot lately. They've had a lot more practice time, and yet the results have not yet followed. So, um, it is unique. I think it tests coaching staffs around the league when you have to play the same team two or three or four times in a row, and uh, you have to make adjustments game to game, almost like a playoff series. So, uh, you know, you look at the game last night, the Canucks jump out to a lead, but the Oilers find a way to adjust whatever they had to in their game. And certainly they've got Connor McDavid, arguably the best player on the planet. So that helps you battle back in games. But, you know, now the ball is in Travis Green's court to see what he can do with his lineup or any tweaks to his game plan as they get set to face the Oilers again tomorrow night. Hey, last one, Batch. You are a dub grad. You uh, keeping your finger on the pulse of that BC division? Are you hearing anything? They're the last division to go. We're all waiting. Are you following it much? Yeah, I've heard that they're trying to work with the provincial government to come up with a hub city situation out here. And and the last I had heard, they were looking at having two hubs in Kamloops and Kelowna and teams playing games out of, out of those two spots. But uh, as of yet, I haven't heard anything about whether it's been approved uh, so hopefully they, they can get that sorted out with the government here in British Columbia and get back on the ice because, you know, certainly for, for many of the young players across the country who've had their season impacted this year and have hopes of, you know, at the junior A level, getting an NCAA scholarship or uh, at the CHL level, trying to, you know, put yourself in a good situation to be drafted or signed by an NHL team. You know, this year feels like like lost time for a lot of these players. So any sort of a semblance of a season they could put together, I'm sure would be uh, welcomed by by the players and their families and would be important for their development going forward. Absolutely, no doubt. A wonderful update. Love our visits, Batch. Uh, get healthy, man, and uh, looking forward to listening to you again soon. Yeah, I'm all good, and I'll be back in the booth tomorrow night uh, for good. my first game in a couple of weeks. I've still been doing the, the post-game shows and the intermissions from home this whole time, so I was uh, with your good friend and mine, Andrew Walker, last night, and uh, yeah, but I'm glad to be back in the booth tomorrow for sure. Awesome, man. Thank you. Thank you. Brandon Batchelor, Sportsnet 650, the voice of the Vancouver Canucks. Uh, Dupes, we've got three finals from draw 13 of the Scotties. You want to hear them? I do. Uh, oh, the mighty have fallen. Rachel no. Holman. Yes. So oh, that's breaking news. No. Rachel Holman has fallen to 5-1. and one. Team Ontario losing to Team Northwest Territories Galusha 7-5 in the morning draw today. It's okay. She'll be fine. Galusha's good, though. Galusha's great. Another final, Team Peterson, wildcard three, defeating Northern Ontario, 9-5. So Team Peterson goes to 4-3, and three, Team Burns 2-4. and four. With a name like that, how do you not win? Uh, I know, right? Actually, they're all final. No relation. I know. Uh, team Zacharias, that's wildcard two, defeating Nova Scotia's Team Brothers, 6-5. So that's done. Nova Scotia goes to 2-5, and five. Zacharias 2-4, and four. and okay, I'm going to be the big meanie here, but uh, Kerry Einerson, Team Canada, defeating Team Yukon, EB, 11-7. Yukon falls to 0-6, and I'm saying, why are we doing this? Mm -hmm. Do you remember at the Briar when uh, the team, none of it was here, and they were just getting their clock cleaned every match? I'm like, this is embarrassing for them. 
Why would they even want to be here? Yeah. Is that too mean? No, but you hope it can lead to getting more competitive but teams it doesn't. in the area. It, no, it, <laughs> it hasn't. It doesn't. They're You're the right. Jamaican bobsled team. I know. There will be a Disney movie once. One time they'll, they'll go on a run. Yeah. One time it's going to happen. Okay, folks. Viewer takeover for the next two segments when we come back. All right, and overtime mm-hmm. and face-off and all the fun things that we do. It's the RP Show on Game Plus Television Network across all 10 provinces and 31 states, live daily on YouTube and Facebook, and listen live for Suds Full Service Car Wash at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Laid back and kicking it. Let's head back to the studio. Here's Rob. Welcome back, everybody. Um, we're starting into the viewer takeover. James in uh, Morden, Manitoba says, Love the updates from the other teams. Now that 1290 is gone, you're all I got. Talking about TSN 1290 going off the air in Manitoba. We're trying to bring those guys on as much as we can. And actually, now's a good time to talk about uh, sports on tap. I keep forgetting to do this for the tap. Drive through liquor store and brew house. National Hockey League tonight. Another very busy night. Carolina at Tampa Bay. Dallas at Florida. Rangers at Philadelphia. Flames at Leafs. Anaheim at Arizona. Minnesota at Colorado. And the LA Kings at the St. Louis Blues. It's another night off for the Winnipeg Jets. Of all those games, I might say the featured game is the Dallas Stars at the Florida Panthers. Yeah. Yeah, I'm into that. And who would have said that? I know. Those age-old rivals. I know, right? Dallas and Florida. <laughs> uh, and, of course, I'll have an eye on the Flames and Leafs. And also, uh, the Raptors are at Miami tonight, trying to get back in the win column. So there's your sports on tap for the tap. Which, by the way, Dallas is very interested in the Mike Babcock news. Um, I, got a, I got a buddy who's down there, and he says the weather's cleared, the snow's gone, power's on. Right. It's beautiful down there, but he said it's incredibly exciting. His sister actually plays with the Husky women's team. So they're, they're incredibly ex- The hockey people are incredibly excited. They should be. Yeah. Well, we say that it is viewer takeover, so I'm just going to let it rock with what they're saying here. A-Dog has written in a few times on YouTube, and he says, new NLL team to Albany, New York. A good idea? Or does that flood the state with too many teams? Oh, I love my NLL. I, I got the news release yesterday from the NLL and the Rush. And was it, it was the New England Black Wolves were sold right. and moved. So it's a new team-ish. A team's moving. Yeah. And I watched the Black Wolves when they came through and played the Rush. I haven't really delved into it because I'm eyeballs deep in Scotia North Division and trying to follow what the CFL's doing. I'm sorry, I'm not totally down with NLL franchise movement. But, hey, Ryan McCarthy, whom I'll be on his podcast tonight. Look how this is growing, Darren. Oh, yeah. He says, hey, dog, I live in the Albany area. Lacrosse is very popular, especially especially with you, Albany, in the top 10 for the last decade. We can support it. Obviously, it wasn't working in New England. I guess there's only room for one team in New England, and we know who that is. This town ain't big enough for the two of us, eh? <laughs> exactly. So, I, like I say, I got the news release, but I'm not entirely following what's going on with a league that's not playing, doing as much as I can. And I knew that, Ada. I said, they moved from New England to Albany. And they were sold, right, to one of the richest guys in the area, from what I heard. Um, from Figgy, Paul Figler from the dubnetwork.ca. He's watching in Red Deer, and he says, while I am sure no one applauds the radio station's closures and downsizing, the show absolutely benefits, and I am all for that. Do you think that I haven't been on the radio with, or on the phone with these radio guys that all lost their job? Almost all of them in the last couple of weeks since this has happened. And, and radio is unknowingly fueling the digital age. You go and turf three all sports radio stations. What you think's gonna happen? They gotta go. The listeners gotta go somewhere. So radio's cannibalizing itself. That's what I see. Don't it's, you? Yeah, and it's so tough though for radio or for any industry to start 
innovating again. When you've had success in one area, it's hard to innovate. It really is. Yeah. It seems easy, but it's tough. Like to say, you know, start selling cell phones. Yeah, but these landlines, they're selling like, I'm making a lot of money here. I'm not going to stop making money to go invest in something else because you, you, you want to see the future, but you can't. It's tough. Um, really hard. You know that Glenn Elm, Glenn Elm watching in Florida. I think it's Tallahassee. He says top five NHL goal scorers are all in the Canadian division. The last couple nights and days, you fell victim to this. I've gone home and just turned my phone off. It's overload. I can't. I can't. Not just with what I'm seeing on social media, but with what people are texting me, just with their thoughts. Glenn Elm's right. The top five NHL goal scorers reside here in the Great White North. And people are trying to tell me that this is an inferior division? Stop it. Stop. I know. Because you don't know what you're talking about. I know. I'm, I'm kind of sitting there going, what is the weakest division of all the NHL divisions? And it's probably the Honda West division. But as sure as heck is not the Scotia North division. And... I felt bad when we had Brendan Batchelor on here, the voice of the Vancouver Canucks, because it's like it felt like I was making him answer for this hockey team that's let everybody down. It's not his job. <laughs> I know. But he's like, they're going to miss the playoffs. It's looking that way. And, you know, we're in that stage where this isn't a bad start anymore. This isn't a tough start. This isn't a bad stretch. This is kind of who you are. And now you need to do a St. Louis Blues type January 1st to Stanley Cup kind of turnaround, that type of a monumental turnaround. Oh, yeah. This is who you are. That's they're where probably they're probably missing to. the playoffs. Yeah. I, it was going to be in my leftovers tweet this morning, but I took it out. But I was going to say, when are we going to start talking magic numbers in the National Hockey League? We got to be getting somewhere close. Oh, yeah. But we're not even officially at the halfway pole yet. But to say some teams are panicking is an understatement because the Montreal Canadiens fired their coach this morning, which even Habs fans thought was hasty. Okay? From John in Edmonton regarding those radio stations scrapping the all-sports format, John says two of the radio stations are becoming comedy channels, and one of them's becoming Bloomberg. Tell me, John, why you think that is. I'll just tell you, because it's cheap. That's why, because it's cheap. That's why they're doing it. Do you want to add anything on that? Or just, nope. I nailed it, right? I'm so good. Uh, Wayne in, in Victoria. I agree, Rod, that shutting down radio stations is going to make digital platforms explode online. Well, again, you're not listening to Bloomberg Radio. I put on the business channel when I'm trying to have a nap on weekend afternoons. Not, nobody wants to listen to that. And the comedy network? Same thing. Joe Hamilton in uh, St. Louis, Missouri. He says the blues are the walking wounded. But saying that, you got to beat the Kings. I love this guy, Joe Hamilton. You got to check out his podcast. I mm-hmm. was on it last night. He's with ASTV. Okay. By yep. the way. Yep. So, yeah. Love to hear me from the, uh, love to hear from our American friends. And I'm going to break right after this comment, but Jeff the Stams fan, I can tell, I can tell Jeff the Stams fan that you're having a very long day. He says, I can't wait to hear Mark Steven and Greg Peterson do a Stampeder radio broadcast again on 770 CHQR. I know that you can't, Jeff. You've been writing in about the stamp signing Matt O'Donnell, maybe, and how they've got, they've got room because Erdos and Bergman are gone. Look, I've seen your comments. It's very long days right now for CFL fans. Very long days. Not even noon in Alberta. It's not even noon in Alberta. But there's a lot of other things going on, my man. And that's what we're preferring to talk about. Talking about what is... Not what isn't. But anyways, I am sniffing what I think we're going to talk about in the face-off when we come back. But you people, write in and tell us what you think we should talk about in the face-off. That's always fun, right? Because then we're doing it on the fly. That's right. So the overtime segment is next. You're watching the RP Show on Game Plus Television Network, live daily on YouTube and Facebook, and listen live for Suds Full Service Car Wash at rodpeterson.com. 
Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. You got something to say? You want to add to the show? What are you waiting for? Don't just sit there. Say something. Now, back to the studio with Rod. And Moose DuPont with me. And look at this. New viewer on YouTube writes in dupes, Habs for Life 1. That's his name. All right. He says, does he answer questions on YouTube? Yes, he does. Yes, he's in the room. That's me. (laughs) Does he? Yeah. I answer your questions, as does he. We all do together here. It's interactive television. Welcome to the 21st century. That's right. A quick sports update. The Montreal Canadiens are making big changes. The Habs have fired head coach Claude Julien and associate coach Kirk Muller. Assistant coach Dominic Ducharme has been named interim coach. Habs have lost three in a row, including their past two to the last place since. The Maple Leafs and Calgary Flames complete a two-game series tonight. The Flames beat the Leafs 3-0 on Monday in Toronto. The Leafs have a four-point lead on the Oilers for top spot in the North Division. Calgary fifth. The Toronto Raptors look to bounce back tonight. Toronto is in Miami facing the Heat after losing to the visiting Philadelphia 76ers last night in Tampa. The loss dropped the Raps back to 500. The Canadian women's soccer team wraps up play at the She Believes Cup in Orlando today. Canada faces Brazil in what looks to be an even contest. The two teams are tied for eighth in the world. And authorities say there's no immediate evidence that Tiger Woods was impaired in a crash that left him with multiple fractures in his right leg. His surgeon says the 15-time Grand Slam champion had multiple open fractures to his lower right leg. This sports update proudly brought to you by dubnetwork.ca, your number one source for Western Hockey League coverage with the best team of writers across Western Canada and the Pacific Northwest. Visit today, dubnetwork.ca. And for Ben Cahoon's G2G Protein Bars, now with eight amazing flavors, including the new almond mocha. Order yours today at g2gbars.ca. RP Show viewers get 20% off with the promo code RP Show. So for that Habs for Life viewer... Yes. We were all over the Claude Julian firing. We went live to Matthew Barnaby in Ottawa, who was covering last night's Sens Canadians game. And he thinks Ducharme is the easy hire and wouldn't be a bad hire if they went past this season with uh, Dominic Ducharme. But the sexy, tantalizing hire is Patrick Waugh. Ooh. And it's been almost 20, no, 96 he left. I was thinking 93. They won the Cup in 93. He left in 96. So it's been 15 years of pain between the Habs and Patrick Waugh. Can they get over it? It's like a, a hex or a spell. It's like you have to go back and undo before you can move forward. So it's like Patrick Absolutely. Waugh might be the key to that franchise winning another Stanley Cup. Mm-hmm. you gotta, you got to repair that, and then we will allow your franchise to move on and win again. I can't believe how seamlessly we fit in all of our sponsors today. It's unbelievable. It's magic, actually, that we've done it. The way that it we really have. is, when it happens so seamlessly. Yeah. Yeah. So Nelson Hakowicz, our VP of Sim Events, says, face-off is who is the next coach of the Habs? That's our poll question today, and the leader has been Ducharme. I want to face off on this, and it goes back to the warm-up, about Leafs fans, again, for the ultimate fan zone and the Mad Greek in Moose Jaw, which you need to go to Moose Jaw and get some more Leafs gear. You need some more Leafs gear. I do. I don't have enough. And I'm about to bully you, so t- teasing. It's the Sastel Be Kind Online anti-bullying day-to-day. Look at his shirt. He changed. That's why I put the pink shirt on. Yeah, I'm not going to bully him, but I'm going to say it again for Leafs fans. I don't understand. I just I don't understand. I grew up, I had, I had the same TV channel you did, Darren. I had CBC. I was watching the Leafs every Saturday night, night too, and I was watching them getting thumped. And I never, there was nothing about them that I liked. Didn't care for Boreas Salming, didn't care for Wilf Paymont, didn't care for Ian Turnbull. Those are the guys that I watched. Mm-hmm. And I don't understand why the Leafs have so many young fans. I get the older people, I do, but when you don't win in, since the advent of color television and the original six era... I don't get it. And to say that you watch them every Saturday night isn't enough for me. I know. It's just not enough for me. I know, but it's human nature. Like, the Riders, you, you, you say they're Canada's team and everybody's second favorite team because you loved them because you just, you know, they're the poor kid on the block. You just want to have some success. 
because they don't have any success. You just hope, like, I'll just, I'll help you out. Like, come on, right? They're the, they're the little kid that doesn't get enough, you know, success. So you, you root for them, the underdog. There you go. And that's kind of where they're at. But you learn the stories. You see the guys. I, you know, in my era of watching the Leafs growing up with them, they got good. They had some stars. Sundin, Felix Podven were good. And then they got good at the late 90s, early 2000s. They made a couple of conference t- uh, championship uh, finals. Never got to the Stanley Cup, but they got close. They went on some runs. So they, they fill your heart up, and then they let you down. And when they let you down, you're hooked, right? I got you. You're hooked. The hard luck story. The hard luck story. Well, again, I was on that podcast in St. Louis last night, and the host, it was a Leafs fan second, Blues first. I said, I don't understand it. And he goes, well, why would anybody cheer for Montreal? I'm like, 24 Stanley Cups, done, boom, mic drop. It's easy. I'm not even a Habs fan. I know. The Habs fan, Habs for Life on YouTube writes in, and he says, I will cry in a corner for years to come if the Leafs win the Cup this year. Well, it's looking like they might, but I am hella excited about tonight's game, Flames and Leafs, mm-hmm. although the marquee game is Dallas, Florida. But the, uh, the face-offs brought to you by the Ultimate Fan Zone, your one-stop shop for the sports fan on your list. Visit the Man Cave downtown Moose Jaw or on Facebook. They've got every NHL team merch, plus NFL. And the Mad Greek and Moose Jaw available for licensed dining, takeout, or delivery. Head to themadgreekeatery.com for more information. Mm-mm-mm. Oh! You're not going to believe that. i got to say this, because I, I, it probably won't come up again. It's in my sports update. So I, I read the scores from the game in Halifax last yeah. night. The Q. Yeah. Do you know who scored for the Mooseheads one of their four goals? Smith. A kid by the name of Robert Orr. What? <laughs> what? I got it here. Zachary LaRue, Robert Orr, and Elliot Denoyer supplied the rest of the offense for the Mooseheads after Zach... Uh, Jones scored the winner in overtime, or I guess before Jones. His name is Robert Orr, and he's playing for the Halifax Mooseheads. His parents either, either have a hell of a sense of humor or are great Bruins fans or are the most obtuse people in the world. What number? What position? <laughs> like, does this keep going? Oh, I don't even His want His name is Robert Orr. And I like how they just casually throw it in the sports update <laughs> like it's no big deal. I know. Zachary LaRue, Robert Orr, and Elliot. D- Clearly they're on to something because they don't want to call him Bob Orr. Right. Or Bobby Orr. You know. Terry Carrier <laughs> on uh, YouTube. I hear you, Rod. Growing up, all the Habs did was win for me. That's why I'm a Habs fan. They're classy. Walk into the Bell Center. They're just, they reek of class, mm-hmm. that whole outfit. Anyways, I don't know who's going to be on with us tomorrow. Just join us tomorrow at 11 a.m. Central or noon Eastern right here on Game Plus. Thanks to our guests today. Have a good one. Whoa. Nerds! <laughs> Nerds! For more Rod Peterson on demand, visit rodpeterson.com. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.